It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with the latest guest in our off-the-road interview series, connecting remotely with artists around the world since soon after the start of the pandemic. Hear everyone we've spoken with so far at hawaiipublicradio.org, on our mobile app, and subscribe to the latest episodes on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Today, it's the band America, who brought us Horse With No Name, Sister Golden Hair, Sandman, Ventura Highway, and so many other classics. And we've got co-founder Jerry Beckley back with a new solo best of Keeping the Light On. First and foremost, a gigantic welcome back, my brother. Great to have you on again. So nice to talk with you again. Thanks. Where are you now, and is this where you've been since the crisis started? Um, I am in Sydney, Australia. And my wife and I have a lovely home here in a suburb called Paddington, which is you know, pretty near the city center. And we split our time between here and a little place in Venice, California. I have been here since the middle of April. We were on the road uh, March. We had just actually flown out to start a tour, I think March 10 or 11, when you know everything hit the fan and we, along with the entire industry, flew home. And I did five weeks in our LA home in lockdown and food deliveries and that whole drill. And by that point, we realized that nothing was gonna be coming back within the next few months and I should get over here where my wife is. So by that point, Australia was a closed uh, country, island nation. So for me to come here, it was apparent I would have to do two weeks of hotel quarantine. I was only allowed in because I am married to an Australian. Uh, basically, the country is closed to people coming in or leaving. In fact, Australians are not allowed to leave. I came April 19th, did two weeks, came out May 1st and have been here ever since. Wow, you got a unique story. So take us back to being on the road when it all hit. As you know, Dave, we do about 100 shows a year every year. Last year was no exception. We were in the middle of a 50th year celebration, and this takes us all over the world. In the middle of March, we'd been home for three or four days, and we just landed in West Virginia Hmm. to start what was going to be a two-week bus run. But prior to that, we, in fact, played a rock early February. And that was obviously one of the uh, real areas of concern. We then went to New York and did three shows in the New York area. This was all pre-social distancing. But I do remember carrying Purell and stuff with us and wiping down the plane and stuff. So it was really quite a situation even before everything shut down. And I remember we had one show with the Buckinghams. There was all of this kind of elbowing each other backstage because it has clearly was starting to be a, an issue. And there was three things that happened on March 10 or 11. One was that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson tested positive. Coincidentally, Tom and Rita were here in Australia. Right. That was a worldwide story. Uh, The NBA had an outbreak and canceled in one day the entire season. So that was obviously big. And the other thing was I think Europe immediately closed its borders. So it was talk about flicking the big switch. Coincidentally, Rita is a good friend of ours and was performing here in Sydney. And my wife went to see Rita at the Opera House, which turned into being a bit of a cluster. She was supposed to go backstage and we messed up the phone numbers or something. And the point is that they didn't hook up, but it was a bit of a gift because a lot of the people in that concert got sick. And so the enormity of what we were up against, uh, we didn't need to look far to get examples. That's a lot of stuff there. Very interesting story from you so far. And you were in West Virginia yeah. and that gig just got blown out that night kind of deal? Or When we landed, I remember having a conversation with my manager and said, you know, I know we're getting on this plane, but I have this thing called a calculator. And when I use this calculator, <laughs> I think we're, we're screwed, basically. The numbers that I'm 
dinner, meaning just simple math about how quickly it was spreading. And he said, well, at the moment, all the shows are on. So we, of course, you have to show up. And then when all of these three shoes, as I say, drop, right. I remember the poor lady that promoting the West Virginia show was sold out. And she said, it's mostly all college kids. It's not an elderly audience. We should be safe. And we explained that, unfortunately, that's not how this works. You can't just cherry pick. And for ourselves, and I tell you, 90 some percent of the musicians that are out on tour, you don't have a tour that's just arranged by Live Nation where you make one phone call. If you have 50 shows coming up, that's 50 different promoters, and each one has a different idea of what they think they can do or can't do. So you get into this unfortunate bit of a waiting game and just see. We all kind of hung around in the, well, when there's a vaccine, you know, that was a lovely kind of caveat to the whole thing. And now we do have vaccines, and it's obviously not quite as simple as we're good, you know. It's an interesting dynamic, apart from the tragic reality of all the health issues and economic and stuff. But it's fascinating to watch people kind of try to adjust. And, and I'm sure you've been seeing there's a lot of uh, a lot of Zoom concerts. and things. But it seems like it's been harder to really get people to connect because there's just so much video already out there. And it's hard to convince yourself, oh, this is happening live. So I need to watch sure. it now. Yeah. Um, or God, God forbid to pay for it. You know, you right. got so much stuff that you're, you know, who wants to pay that? Exactly. Oh, I see. It's not just open to go view. You've got to sign up. And, you know, it's kind of like they did with fights and things, pay-per-view. Right. And it doesn't necessarily transfer quite as well as something like a, a fight. Oh, a, a fight. Or... Yes. There's, a, there's quite an experience about the experience. That's know? right. You know, that's the whole point. I saw a thing on, the, you know, some attempts at a socially distanced concert. And it was like, you know, there's got to be three seats in between you and everybody's got to wear a mask. And there will be no standing. <laughs> oh, God. Right. <laughs> this, this model needs a little work. The other side of this, which we haven't talked about, is the, the deeper um, the trauma of it all. And throughout the uh, series that we've had, we have mentioned some of the musical luminaries who have been lost to COVID-19 and different artists have different connections to different people. As it turns out, we've ended up getting a lot about some of the artists. So there's one dude who we lost who I've mentioned a lot of folks and nobody really had, had gotten to work with him. And ironically, you had, and that's Adam Schlesinger, Fountains of Wayne. Uh, well, thank you for bringing him up because uh, his memory is, of course, um, still first and foremost in our minds because we were very close but uh, to have such a tragic consequence so early on in this thing was a lesson for all of us who knew him adam was 52 no pre-existing conditions and he was gone within 10 days or two weeks um adam was a member of fountains of wayne which was uh, and is one of dewey and my favorite bands but he was also an amazingly talented independent music producer I knew of Adam's work years and years ago. My son and I used to bond over some of the earlier Fountains of Wayne stuff. And through a friend, I can't remember who, I started an email correspondence with him many years ago, and we used to swap songs. And one of them, I caught his ear, and he wrote back and he said, you know, I'm producing now with James Eha, who is the fantastic ex-Smashing Pumpkins guitarist. And They had a production company and a studio in New York. And he says, why don't you come and we'll cut some of this? And I said, that'd be fantastic. (laughs) So it went up a notch. And I was now in New York working with him. When Sony heard about it, they said, well, that sounds like something we'd be very interested in. So it went from just kind of me and Adam writing together to an America project. We've now got a deal with Sony and this is going to be a major release. So we did the album here and now, which is to this day, one of my favorite experiences. And I have lots of 
as you know, they have lots of lovely recording experiences, years working with George Martin, et cetera. But it's just and try to impress upon people how talented Adam was behind the scenes. He did the music for things like that thing you do, the great Tom Hanks rock and roll right. movie. movie. And when we started recording with him, he was wrapping up the soundtrack, the music and lyrics, a Hugh Grant, Drew Barrymore rom-com kind of thing. He did a lot of the writing for Colbert and stuff. Colbert was doing a special Christmas back in the days of the Colbert Report. Adam was the go-to guy. And there you have it. You know, this is somebody that was not elderly, was not overweight, whatever, the, you know, these pre-existing conditions. And he was gone, obviously, way too soon. When was the last time that you talked with him or saw him? Well, right before, in fact. You know, I, I've been a kind of a side photographer for the last over 20 years and part of what I would shoot is every day I would shoot a picture out of wherever I was so in New York we were there in February and I sent a um, picture out and he immediately wrote back and said you were right at my office in Chelsea so we then chatted and it was a plan to let's have a coffee and we were staying down in, in Soho and he said well I'll come by there and then got a message says I'm backed up here I'm sorry can we do it the next day and we were leaving the next day so we just left it at that and uh, within a month he was gone it's jerry beckley of the group america the latest guest in our off the road interview series and tomorrow we'll conclude sharing his journey through the pandemic hear everyone we've spoken with so far at hawaiipublicradio.org on our mobile app and subscribe to the latest episodes on apple and spotify podcasts i'm dave lawrence 